You're listening to St. Pius X Catholic Church in Lafayette, Louisiana. Thank you for joining us. A few years ago when I was in seminary, I had some friends that were going to different universities, and one of them, the university, was kind of um, trying to figure out the rule on a certain issue that kept popping up. The issue was how long do the students have to stay if the teacher doesn't show up? So they decided, I mean, eventually, uh, 10 minutes. And one of the professors kind of went to the class a little early, unpacking his stuff, and he realized that he forgot something in his office. Puts his hat on the table and goes and gets his stuff and returns 10 minutes after class, and nobody's there. But the next day, he kind of reamed him. Yeah, he was furious. He, if my hat is here, then I'm here. I was just gone for a little bit. So he kind of reamed them. The next day, he showed up. It was an empty classroom, but a lot of hats on tables. <laughs> and uh, my hat is here, then I'm here. Today, we celebrate Pentecost. Pentecost, it's, it's Greek for 50th day. It remembers the Jewish tradition of the giving of the law on Mount Sinai. Every year the Jews would celebrate this feast of Pentecost, remembering when God gave Moses and the people the law on Mount Sinai. In the New Covenant, we celebrate Pentecost every year remembering when God gave us the new law, the Holy Spirit, the new covenant, on the 50th day after the resurrection of Christ. We remember this every year, the Holy Spirit descending upon the apostles and giving birth to the church. The Holy Spirit is the third person of the Trinity. The personal love between the Father and the Son, the Father and the Son sending the Holy Spirit into the world. Christ is the head of the church. The Holy Spirit is the soul. The Holy Spirit is equally God along with the Father and the Son. It is the Holy Spirit that joins us together as believers and then joins us to God the Father. It's the Holy Spirit that joins the members of the body of Christ to the head. A number of years ago, Pentecost used to be eight days, an octave because it's kind of difficult to contain the Holy Spirit to one day, especially in regards to preaching. What do you preach about? You preach on the seven gifts of the Holy Spirit or the six charismatic gifts of the Holy Spirit, the different images of the Holy Spirit, uh, the various names of the Holy Spirit, maybe how the Holy Spirit works in the life of the church. This could go on for three hours. And so what do I, what does the priest preach on? I want to focus on 
the fruits of the Holy Spirit. The fruits of the Holy Spirit is the natural effects of when someone is responding well to God. That if someone is close to God, these things happen de facto. Just like a healthy and vibrant tree produces the fruit, a healthy and vibrant Christian produces these fruits. The fruits of the Holy Spirit, the very first one is love. Do I love God and do I love my neighbor? You know, it was uh, Dorothy Day who said, I only really love God as much as I love the least person. The one that I love the least, that's how much I love God. The first gift is love. The second is joy. There should be no such thing as a sad saint. As I've said before from Mother Teresa, a sad saint is a sad saint. Uh, joy is this inner peace that comes even in the midst of trials. The first generation of Christians, that's how they evangelized. That even while they were being persecuted for the faith, the people were asking, why are they so joyful? Why are they happy? That's how they evangelized, with their joy, even in the midst of tragedy and suffering. Joy is a result of us keeping our thoughts on heaven. I know the end goal. God is one. Peace. Peace comes from an awareness of God's presence among us and within us. Peace grows with prayer. And so someone who's afflicted with anxieties, it's typically very obvious that they need to pray more. With prayer comes peace of heart. Patience. Patience is terribly lacking in modern society today. It's because of this instant gratification that we all suffer from, that I want things now and I want them my way. But patience is a virtue. Patience is a gift and a fruit of the Holy Spirit. Am I a patient person in traffic and with my family and friends? Kindness. Do I see Christ in every person I meet and treat them accordingly? Slander, cruel, sarcastic remarks at other people's expense is inconsistent with being a follower of Christ. We must be kind. Generosity. Generosity comes from me knowing that everything I have is from God. And so because of that, I give it freely. What I receive freely, I give freely. My faith, my time, my treasure, all of these things are gifts of God. I do not earn them. 
I am generous because at the end of the day, the Christian knows I do it for God and I do it to God. Faithfulness. We need faithfulness in today. Come Holy Spirit. These little things that whittle away at us, lukewarmness, peer pressure, laziness, these are damaging to the faith. And it's the fruit of faithfulness of where I'm standing still with God, even in the midst of trials. Gentleness. A gentle disposition is necessary if we want to treat others with kindness and love. God is gentle with us. We should be gentle with others. Self-control. You know, a holy person has control of themselves. Avoiding unjust anger or gluttony, drunkenness, sins against the flesh. A holy person can control themselves. Self-control. Modesty and chastity. A modest person dresses modestly. They recognize that they are a child of God and they act like it. Moms, please teach your daughters how to dress modestly. A modest woman is a beautiful woman. And dads, please teach your sons to dress like a man. Chastity is just living your own vocation in life. If you're married, act like it. If you're single or if you're just dating, then act like it. Boyfriends don't get husband privileges. And the, dig- the duty of every man is to preserve the dignity of every woman. Chastity and modesty are fruits of the Holy Spirit. And the last one is goodness. At the end of the day, are you just a good person? Do you try to get rid of vice in your life? And do you try to plant virtue? As a wise priest simply put to me one day, just pray more and sin less. Thank you, Father. So, at the end of the day, God, with his ascension into heaven, does not simply put his hat on the table and wait for for his to come back. No, he actually sends the Holy Spirit to be present within us to help us to be Christ-like, to be a light to the nations and the salt of the earth, to be Christians. Finally, today is my one-year anniversary to the priesthood. The ordination of a priest is an act of the Holy Spirit. 
the raising and the taking of an unworthy man, raising him to the dignity of Christ's priesthood. I want to give thanks to God for allowing me to serve him and his people. I deserve nothing, but God often looks upon the lowly. If I was half the priest that people think I am, I'd be twice the priest that I actually am. I want to give all praise for our blessed Lord Jesus Christ through Mary and end with this prayer from the Holy Spirit. O Holy Spirit, descend plentifully into my heart, to our heart. Enlighten the dark corners of this neglected dwelling and scatter there thy cheerful beams. O come, Holy Spirit.